This is Radio Ukraine International with the weekly program Ukraine Global, written by Viktoria Krukova, presented by Vera Kravchenko and produced by Ludmila Sudakova. You're listening to Ukraine Global, a program offering insight into important developments in and around Ukraine. This edition of Ukraine Global is about Elon Musk's statements about the so-called peace plan for Ukraine and his decision first to stop financing the Starlink service, which is crucial for communication and targeting purposes of the Ukrainian armed forces. Then Elon Musk changed his mind and announced he would continue funding satellite internet terminals. What was behind his decision and why will Ukraine not agree to any peace talks now? In early October, Musk faced a barrage of criticism on Twitter, including from Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, after presenting in a series of tweets his peace plan to end the war. Musk suggested leaving Crimea to Russia and holding repeat referenda under UN supervision in the four regions illegally annexed by Russia. The peace plan echoed comments he'd made last month at an exclusive closed-door conference in Aspen, Colorado, called The Weekend, at which Musk told a room full of attendees that Ukraine should seek peace. This is the time to do it. They don't want to do it, that's for sure. But this is the time to do it. Everyone wants to seek peace when they're losing, but they don't want to seek peace when they're winning. For now, he said. Such political statements were connected to Mr. Musk's decision to stop financing Starlink. The Starlink system, owned by Musk's company SpaceX, can provide access to high-speed internet in remote locations. The satellites are in low orbit, about 550 kilometers above the Earth's surface. So, the signal delay is almost invisible, up to 20 milliseconds, unlike the nearest competitors, which can have a signal delay of seconds. Since 2018, SpaceX has launched about 3,000 Starlink Internet communication satellites into space. The use of satellites overcomes the problem of connecting to the Internet in remote places of the planet, in deserts and mountains, says Chris Hall, editorial director of the technology website PocketLint. This avoids building many infrastructures like cables and masts to get to those areas. Elon Musk began providing Starlink services in Ukraine shortly after Russian forces invaded in late February and shut down terrestrial internet services and mobile networks. A batch of Starlink terminals arrived in Ukraine after the Minister of Digital Transformation, Mikhailo Fedorov, asked Musk to connect the country to satellite internet. According to Musk, about 20,000 Starlink terminals were sent to Ukraine. Mikhailo Fedorov says Starlink played an important role in restoring essential services after Russian missile attacks. Over 100 cruise missiles attacked power and communications infrastructure. But with the help of Starlink, we quickly restored communications in critical areas, he tweeted. Ukraine also uses Starlink on the battlefield. 
Marina Miron, a King's College London defense researcher, says that the Ukrainian armed forces use it for communication, for example between headquarters and troops in the field. Its signals cannot be jammed like conventional radio signals, and it takes only 15 minutes to set up the kit, she said. Thanks to Starlink, Ukrainian units that fought in the most dangerous places, such as the almost surrounded town of Severodonetsk, Luhansk region, or other hotspots without communication, had regular contact with the headquarters and even their relatives. In July, Valery Zaluzhny, commander-in-chief of the Ukrainian armed forces, praised the Starlink unit's exceptional utility and said some 4,000 terminals had been deployed by the military. In a separate cover letter to the Pentagon, an outside consultant working for SpaceX wrote, SpaceX faces terribly difficult decisions here. I do not think they have the financial ability to provide any additional terminals or service as requested by General Zaluzhny. On September 8th, the senior director of government sales for SpaceX wrote the Pentagon saying the costs had gotten too high, approaching $100 million. The official asked the Department of Defense to pick up Ukraine's new request as well as ongoing service costs, totaling $124 million for the remainder of 2022. Ivan Us, PhD in economics, chief consultant at the National Institute for Strategic Studies, believes that in terms of interpreting Musk's words about giving up Crimea, we should understand that he is the richest person in the world. As a businessman, he thinks about money. When you are the richest person in the world with such a network, of course you think that you special person. Actually, he is a special person because not so many people in the world can build so many businesses. And as a businessman, he thinks about money. And even that more than 200 billion networks is not influenced on him in the way that, oh, I don't need more money. There is not enough money. It's a uh, law, actually. That's why Elon Musk, of course, uh, thinking about profits and about his expenditures. That's why at first he support Ukraine at the beginning of the war. But after practically eight months of this war, he understand that uh, he losing some money because we should understand that the fact that he gave to us option to use his Starlink, actually it cost him not one million dollars. According to some estimations, uh, he uh, spent for that 120 million only uh, for uh, the last uh, period of this year. As for the next year, for whole year, uh, Starlink free for Ukraine will cost him $400 million. It's a very big figure, even for the richest person in the world. Ivan Us. You're listening to Ukraine Global, a program offering insight into important developments in and around Ukraine. This edition of Ukraine Global is about Elon Musk's statements about the so-called peace plan for Ukraine and his decision to stop financing the Starlink service, which is crucial for communication and targeting purposes of the Ukrainian armed forces. Then Elon Musk changed his mind and announced he would continue funding satellite internet terminals. 
What was behind his decision? And why will Ukraine not agree to any peace talks now? In early October, Elon Musk shared on Twitter his proposals for peace in Ukraine and his thoughts on how the war could end. One of his proposals was to hold a new referendum in the territories occupied by Russia, under the auspices of the UN. He also proposed to give Crimea to Russia and ensure its water supply. At the same time, Musk proposed that Ukraine have a non-aligned status. In his opinion, since Russia's population is about three times larger than Ukraine's, the victory of the Ukrainians in this war is unlikely, and those who care about the people of Ukraine should seek peace. Musk added a poll to that tweet, asking his more than 100 million followers to support or reject the scenario. The response was not long in coming. High-ranking politicians, including the president of Ukraine, experts, cultural figures and ordinary citizens, answered Musk in absentia, and social networks exploded with new memes. After President Volodymyr Zelensky raised the question of who Musk sides with, he responded that he still very much supports Ukraine but fears massive escalation. Musk also argued privately last month that Ukraine doesn't want peace negotiations right now, and that if they went along with his plan, Russia would accept those terms, according to a person who heard the conversation. Oleksandr Krayev, an expert with the Ukrainian PRISM Foreign Policy Council, believes that Elon Musk's tweets about Ukraine in many ways were connected to his political loyalty to Mr. Trump and the economic interest of his company shares. Krayev is also sure that Musk's peace plan for Ukraine is not what Ukraine needs now. The situation on the battlefield changes every day. The Ukrainian forces are counter-attacking, so we don't need negotiations that would give Russia a tactical pause to renew its military power. If we assess the continuity of Elon Musk's tweets and supportive statements, we will see that there is a similar patterns in much of them. For example, the first one was issued right after one of the main Trump rallies and several other Trump team announcements, which were also including some statements and messages about Ukraine and about American aid. So basically, if we say about Trump and Musk, they are both fighting on informational front for the Trump's party, for the Trump's cause, but for different audiences. And that is why it seems to me that his first tweet, if I may, I say about the tweet about the so-called peace plan for Ukraine. This first tweet was mostly some kind of social research for the Trump's team on their audience and on their attitude towards such proposals. All the other tweets at the same time fall for different patterns. For example, there is uh, some information that most of them were published just five or four hours before the main downfalls of uh, Tesla shares and in some cases shares of other Musk companies. Of course, there is some possibility to prognose such falls on the market, even if it is an unstable one, just like in 2022. But at the same time, we see that most of those tweets, most of those announcements were calibrated to 
be some kind of repercussions or even prerequisites to this downfalls of Tesla shares. And that is why we may say that in some instances it was not only the political course of Mr. Musk, but also it was his personal business and economic gains that he took from such behavior, from such tweets. Oleksandr Krajev Ukrainian experts stress that Elon Musk's comments speak only about the problems that lie on the surface. The billionaire completely ignores that Putin has annexed four regions of Ukraine, in which his army is rapidly losing ground. Putin has never respected the results of democratic processes in Russia, Ukraine or anywhere else. The Russian dictator openly says how terrible democracy is. Perhaps Mr. Musk doesn't know much about Ukraine. Still, it is necessary to give credit to his good intentions. Watching the continuation of the bloody war and the loss of human lives is painful, and listening to Putin's threats to use nuclear weapons is scary. This can trigger a natural reaction to try to solve the problem, to find a magic formula that will satisfy both parties and bring peace. But if such a formula existed, it would have already been used. Ivan Us is sure that Elon Musk's psychological behavior is another important point in analyzing his statements. The other moment that probably can uh, define Mr. Musk from other people, even inside uh, top rich people, his emotions. He's a very emotional person and uh, he likes to be a rock star, actually, like Donald Trump. Donald Trump so is a billionaire, but he decided to be a politician. So who knows, probably Elon Musk so have some plans for political career, and that's why he started to make some controversial statement, because he like attention, people attention. And that's one of the reasons Oh, that he want to be a person being talked about. So he wants that a lot of people in the world talked about him. Yes, we know him as a businessman, but uh, now we know about him as a person with a political statement, both about Ukraine and about uh, the Chinese Taiwan. And uh, he says something not because he thinks so. He says something because he understands that his statement can be discussed. Ivan Us. On October 16th, Elon Musk announced he would continue to finance the operation of Starlink in Ukraine, even though at the expense of profit for his SpaceX, while its competitors would continue to earn from this kind of service. In his Twitter post, Musk didn't name the competitors. It's unclear what made him change his mind after he sent a letter to the Pentagon claiming he couldn't afford to finance the operation of Starlink in Ukraine. Mikhailo Podolyak, advisor to the presidential office head, thanked Musk for taking the right side. It looks like Mr. Musk made his decisions based on a mix of political, economic and psychological reasons. But whatever stands behind his statements, in the end, he made the right decision in Ukraine's favor. He gave hope for us to believe that the Ukrainian armed forces, with the help of Starlink, will have more capabilities to destroy the enemy.
And that was the weekly program Ukraine Global, prepared by Viktoria Krukova, presented to you by Vira Kravchenko and produced by Ludmila Sudakova.